What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the return of the Only Sports Podcast. We were going to record on Tuesday, but obviously after what happened on Monday Night Football, we decided to postpone it until hopefully there is some good news about uh, the, what, DeMar Hamlin situation. And apparently there is Casino. Apparently he is now, uh, like miraculously recovered he's now like facetiming teammates so he appears to have dodged like a major major bullet like a freak freak accident and all that kind of stuff so that is good to hear do you have any thoughts on what happened monday night it's just scary event i mean t higgins I don't blame him at all. You know, it's no, and oh, people who blame him are fucking dumb. Like once in a They're, lifetime. Thing. I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Um, and there, so they still haven't confirmed exactly what it was. They said he went into some sort of card. He went into cardiac arrest, but they don't. They're not giving the exact reason of why. Yes, he got hit to the chest. That that helped cause it, but what actually happened in there? They're still figuring it out. Apparently, is what last thing i i read about it um but kudos to the bill's staff and the hospital staff in cincinnati keep praising how well the bill's staff was there and and the paramedics that were on site they revived him on the field and essentially saved his life so shout out to them that's awesome um yeah it's just it's finally a good story he's obviously still in the, the hospital um still recovering and the big thing is his neuro his neural uh neurologically he's all still there so that is a big plus and i thought it was actually on the lighter note kind of funny how when he first came to he still wasn't able to speak because he had the breathing tube in but he wrote because he had he came to and he had all of his feeling uh he wrote did the bills win the monday night game i thought that was yes. hysterical no that is and that's how you know like he's like a a football guy right like that was his first thought which nice segue casino so let's talk about now obviously this happened monday night very scary situation everybody you know kind of stopped the sports world in its track we i me and casino were talking and we kind of made the decision not to do a podcast episode after that because First off, I didn't want to do a whole hour and a half show dedicated to uh, someone almost dying. That sem- that felt like predatory and just weird. And like, definitely also, I didn't like that feeling. Yeah. Also, we're not like doctors, and so we it's not like we can make like medical analysis or prediction. It just felt weird. And then all the sports shows the next day, they just did their regular shows where they were talking about that. And then anytime they would go to talk about a different subject, people would be like, "This is bigger than sports." And it's just like, all right, there's no way to fucking win because either people want you to do a three hour conversation about how this guy almost died or the second you go to a different sports topic people are like why aren't you talking about the guy who almost died and it's it just all felt just weird it felt like the wrong thing to do no matter what right i mean and and here's the thing like in in my take there's there's many other things going on in many other sports um those shows yes obviously talk about what happened and you know it was very important to talk about that and, you know, bring people aware and 
but there are other sports still going. Um, not it's not just a football, you know, a, a football world. There's other sports going on. Um, there's other people. So like, I didn't hear really anybody talk about, and I want to bring this up. Uh, different type of sport, but motorsports. Um, Ken Block uh, passed away in a motor uh, a snowmobiling accident last Sunday as well. And you have people who know motorsports talking about it, but they're also still talking about other things. And, you know, the shows, they talked about it, the condolences and, you know, brought awareness to what happened and, you know, prayers and thoughts out to their families and all their fans. But then they kept moving on. And I just, I, I struggled with that portion of it. Don't. Yeah. I, I it, how you said it, it was almost predatory, and I didn't I didn't like that feeling of you're you're talking about this one subject for three hours. We had our update. The family came out. The bills came out. Everybody came out and saying, "Hey, when we have more update on it, we'll let you know." So I was tired of people speculating, and then started blaming, pointing fingers at each other for saying wrong things and this and that. Yeah, it it, it got annoying to that point because. Now the focus really isn't on Hamlin anymore or or Block. It was it was on that point. Now it was I want to be right. I want to be heard. I want to be the first person to talk about this and the only person with the most source information. How about we just pay our respects? That's why we didn't have our episode on Tuesday. Uh, we paid our respects. We wanted to kind of just keep it calm there for a bit. Well, we also wanted to wait and hopefully. Yeah. Where it got to the because point where there was like good news because we didn't know about it. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't. You know, we had we had about maybe twenty minutes worth of information that we could have talked about that everybody else is talking about um, with their opinions. But here's the thing: it's now it comes to opinions, and it feels torrid to do that with your opinions instead of just giving the facts. When you're talking about sports and the games, I could give you my opinion on this player and that player on how they're doing and what I think they should be doing. But when it comes to somebody's life and death, it's like, okay, he's alive. He's dead. Where's his progress? And they didn't want to share anymore. So that's where I was okay with not wanting to talk about that more than the information they gave us because they wanted it to be, you know, this is what it is. Yeah. Sorry. That's a little bit of a rant. Um, And we could talk about all those shows that, did talk and they actually got into arguments with each other on the show which took away from hamlin yeah and his situation well no i think well i think two things i think one thing the reason this one was brought up more than the race car driver and then i was telling you right before we started recording there was a former browns running back peyton hillis like is in the ICU after saving his kids from drowning just like crazy shit the damar hamlin one got brought up uh more than those two just because it happened during a game you know it obviously happened in i think that at that point was one of the most watched monday night football games i think ever you know not because of this but because it was a big game we were obviously anticipating it a lot of people were so whole football sports world was tuned into that game happens live on the field so i think that's the difference of those two doesn't make it totally and i totally understand that I, I yeah. get that. Um, well, I'm not. And, yeah, but I just want to make it clear that you weren't saying like one was worse than the other. Blah blah. Oh, blah. No, You're saying no, no, that. not at all. Yeah, yeah. 
but I'm not good with words. I try. PJ <laughs> can always break down what I'm actually trying to say here. Yeah. Um, I just wanted I mean, to clarify. First and foremost, like, was that his health? And um, yeah, uh, it's really great news that he's coming out of that and seems to be doing okay. My biggest thing is, yes, he's you know able to move his hands and legs, which is huge. Um, but neurologically, he's there. Um, that would be the scariest thing if I had a family member that was coming out yeah. of something. If if they turned into a paraplegic, that's horrible, horrible, horrible. But if they forgot who they were and all their entire life, that would destroy me. Yeah, so I'm glad. I actually, that he, I'm I'm glad that he's all all there to what they're saying. So yeah, uh, and then the other thing is uh, quickly what you were saying about sports shows getting into debates about it. I know we talked about this where Skip Bayless sent out a tweet that people like took offense to i didn't really see what was wrong with it it see it, he was talking about what happens now with the game but then at the end he was like but that feels so irrelevant and i feel like everybody just didn't read the last sentence no, but they didn't and and yeah. so when you and i talked about this my here comes my take on this again um what he said and what he was trying to get across well there, there was two things that was on everybody's mind one his health Second was, what is the NFL going to do? Um, yes. So those were the two things. And yeah. he was starting, he was the first person to start talking about the second half of those, the, the second question of those two questions. I didn't like how he delivered it. I just no, don't think, I think it's a poorly how, worded tweet. Yeah. He doesn't know how, and this is why I've never really been a fan of him or, or Shan, uh on, on that show. I just, I, I don't watch it because uh, no. they bother me tremendously. But yeah, they didn't. He didn't express how he wanted to say it correctly. He didn't word it right. Obviously, it, reading that last line, he is concerned, but he's also just wanting to ask the second question that should be brought up. Um, yeah, I think it was a it, case did of it, did he word it poorly? Yeah, does he know how to um, come back and express what he actually meant? No, because the next day. They got back into it again because um, Shannon wasn't there that day, uh, the day after he left off the, because of the tweet. And then when he gets back in there the next day, he was like, oh, I thought we weren't going to talk about this. But also, Shannon, you said you're not going to talk about this. You brought it up. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it bothers me that, again, people are just arguing about it. And, and everybody's arguing about his tweet. And now all the cancel people out there want to cancel Skip off the show i don't think well that's also the issue with that is what you were talking about which is now all of that shit brought the focus off damar hamlin and now it puts it on this fucking stupid ass which i agree just a shit show that show is fucking terrible uh even for like a sports like debate show like pti uh i always watch i've always watched i love them favorite favorite debate shows it feels like real takes real people having debates and there's no like the thing with skip that everybody is always fucking hate is he just feels like an in uh inauthentic like hot take machine right like it just seems like none of the shit he says he believes he just does it because he knows it'll get people riled up i agree with you i've never and the reason 
I don't, I won't defend him is because he's done enough in his sports right. media life to just make himself be an asshole and look right. like a I fucking just dickhead. So I could just see what, what he was trying to get across with that tweet, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to say it. He doesn't know how to say well, that. Well, no, because he's dumb. Like he's he always dumb. been dumb. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, that, I just want to get that, that point across. Um, hopefully I don't get canceled for my takes on it, but <laughs> no, I, yeah. But uh, I think now that, you know, uh, final thought, I guess on that is good that DeMar Hamlin is, it seems like he'll, you know, at the moment we'll make a, I don't want to say full recovery, but we'll just be, you know, a lot less worse than everybody thought he was right. Because yeah. I mean, there were reports coming out that night where he technically like died two times on the field and had to be like brought back. And then there was, I don't know how much of this is rumor or speculation. Well, when, you don't have, when you don't have a pulse anymore, you're technically dead. So yeah. that, that, that happened. He did die. He did flatline uh, well, according to sources. And is, that, I mean, that Monday story. night, that was so long. Like, like how oh, many yeah. times they cut away from it and came back and he was still on the field and there were just cuts to players crying. And it was just, whoo, like that was, that was one of the scariest like sports moments I've ever been watching like live. I think we both agree I, on I, that. Live? 100%. Yeah. I've seen a lot of other scarier moments. Like uh, I, I told you about the, the goalie back in um, like the late eighties, I think it was 87 when he got his throat cut by a snake. Oh yeah. Yeah. And his his main crowd had already just got cut and like seeing that shit, but I didn't see that live. I watched, I was watching that play. I watched it. I was at my work and he just fell over. It's not like he stayed on the ground. Like Tua hit his head. He got concussed and he's doing, you know, his hand thing, you know, that the body does. And that's scary as hell. That that was, that was scary, but I, I've seen concussions before. I, I knew that, you know, he would be okay. He, I mean, his, Probably not yeah. great having three concussions in one year, but I knew he was going to be okay. But seeing a guy stand up, fix his helmet, and then just drop, yeah, especially drops, scared the hell out of me. Oh yeah, no, especially the way like all the the scariest injuries to me are always the non-contact ones because then you know like there's something wrong that happened and obviously for him it wasn't contact. no contact because he still got hit but it was like the delay from the hit to the no contact to him standing up and just passing out but we've talked enough about this i think yeah. we've made our thoughts clear on everything blah 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 so but he's okay oh, yeah shout out really, to mar hamlin really and cool the hamlin family his toy drive Oh yeah, that's it was awesome. only supposed to be twenty five hundred dollars is what his goal was, and it reached over seven million. So. I th and it's still going too. And it's still, it's still, going, still climbing. So yeah. Awesome people for 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 doing that. Yeah. Uh, but so, as you brought up in the uh, mm. skip topic, is the set. So now that we know Demar Hamlin is okay, and again, you know, hopefully he improves to. 100% and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so yeah. now that we've talked about that, the other side of this coin and equation was the Bengals-Bills game was very important to, I mean, obviously, you know, not as important. And this is the last, like, because I just said I hate when the sports shows did this. So now we're going to stop talking about the Hamlin stuff and start talking about the other sports that obviously don't matter as much as that, but he's okay. So I think we're in the clear. Uh the Bills-Bengals game was important to the football 
side of things for playoff hey. seedings for because I mean we've been talking about it for weeks at this point Bills won that game they're the number one seed Bills lose that game Chiefs are the number one seed Bengals win that game and either Bills or Chiefs lose in the next two weeks or especially Chiefs if they lose to the Raiders the Raiders have always played Chiefs close Bengals are number one seed so Obviously, that game, there was that night, it was like NFL's trying to figure out what to do. Next couple days, it's like NFL's trying to figure out what to do. Yesterday, we're recording this Friday morning, they finally came to a decision, and I'm just going to read it right now. So the game is ruled a no contest, which means nobody gets a win, nobody gets a loss, nobody gets a tie, which it's kind of there's, the best so scenario. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there's so many people not happy with this, but this is a lose-lose-lose-lose situation. Oh, there's yeah. no right answer. No. And if I, they would have both... I sat there for hours trying to rack my mind on what they could do. Um, and, I mean, this isn't ideal, but, I mean... Yeah. This is, this is what it's going to be. So, um well, I'm just glad because I think the the beginning rumor was like, oh, they're just going to give both teams a tie. And it was like that would fuck both of them over mm-hmm. a, as much as a loss almost because KC is right there. But so this is what let's see. This is what, if I have it correctly, has been decided. Um, so the resolution that was presented to clubs for a vote on Friday and then it was. I believe uh, they've accepted this. So this is what will happen. The AFC championship game will be played in a neutral site. If the participating uh, teams played an unequal number of games and both could have been the number one seed and hosted the game, had the AFC clubs played a full 17 game season. Those circumstances involve Buffalo or Cincinnati qualifying for the game as a road team If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie this coming week, a Bills-Chiefs AFC title game, if they got to that point, would be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Buffalo wins or ties, a Bills-Chiefs AFC title game would be at a neutral site. So this keeps going. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins, Bills or Bengals against Kansas City in the AFC title game would be at a neutral site. Finally, if Baltimore defeats Cincinnati in week 18, the Ravens would have two wins over the Bengals, a divisional opponent, but will not be able to host a playoff game because Cincinnati will have a higher winning percentage for a 16-game schedule than Baltimore War will for a 17-game schedule. Therefore, if Baltimore defeats Cincinnati and if those two clubs are scheduled to play a wildcard game against each other, the site of that game would be determined by a coin toss. However, if the Bengals win the weekend or if Baltimore and Cincinnati are now scheduled to play each other in the wildcard round, the game sites will be determined by the regular scheduling procedures. All of that is basically meant to say... Take a breath. Take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. All of that is basically meant to say if any of these four, if any of these four teams, because it also fucked with uh, the Ravens because the Bengals are also in their division and the Bengals not winning gave them the AFC North title. 
like the AFC North division title, even though they play the Ravens this week. It's a, again, giant clusterfuck. But basically what all of this is saying from what I've gleaned from it is AFC championship game is going to be at a neutral site. Regardless, unless it's not, uh, unless Casey, uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, Cincinnati Bengals or Buffalo Bills, unless one of those four teams is not in the AFC championship game, which seems unlikely, it is going to be at a neutral site. Now, my issue with this is Bills very likely were going to win that game Monday night, as likely as the Bengals were going to win that game Monday night, because Bills were number one seed. Bengals are the hottest team in the AFC right now. Both of those we've talked about that. We we had talked about that game being the one of the best, if not the best game of the year. And I'll tell you what, that game started out great. Like Buffalo went right down the field, kind of stalled in the red zone, got a field goal. Bengals went right down the field, got a touchdown, got the ball back. They were driving again. If Bengals would have been up like 14 to three and then the injury happens, I wonder if the narrative of like, should we just give the game to Cincinnati? But again, I don't think you can. Like I saw some things online where they were like, oh, well, when the game ended, like Cincinnati was up seven to three, so they should be awarded. And it's just like, now we've, especially this season when we're seeing Minnesota Vikings come back from down 33, like, yeah. no, if this season with how the passing rules and all that stuff have evolved, you can come back from anything in this league. But my main issue with this casino is all of these scenarios. Uh, the one that doesn't get, because uh, again, these are only scenarios for the AFC title game, right? So what happens if it's Cincinnati, the third seed, going into Kansas City? Like, right. you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I, all of this fucks over the Bengals and the Bills and, like, awards Kansas City number one seed, even though it was likely that if, well, it obviously, if the Bills won, they were still the number one seed. If the Chiefs lose, the Bengals are number one seed if they beat Buffalo. Also, both the Bills and Bengals have beat Chiefs. So it's weird that Chiefs are still thrown in this mix with two teams that have beat them this season. So I've talked for too much. I'm out of saliva in my mouth explaining all that. What are your thoughts on this whole, I guess, solution to the problem? Um, I tried to stay very still. I was starting to break up. So hopefully I, if I was glitching out, I looked fine. Yeah. Um, my, my thoughts are this, there really is no win. This is a unprecedented thing. And, you know, people. I, I see also see people saying, "Oh, there should have been some sort of, uh, um, some sort of thing out there to stop this, or, or like, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, some sort of procedure in place for if something like this happened. The last time this happened was over fifty years ago when <laughs> a player died on the field because they didn't have the medical equipment or knowledge that we have now. So and." they're not even sure if that's exactly what it was. So yeah, there is going to be no procedure on this. Um, 
it, it it's a lose 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 situation. It it fuck and as you said, just so happens it fucks the Bengals and the Bills more than anybody else. Um, so uh, because because so say say it is let's just call it. Hey, my Patriots versus the Bills. I'm just just throwing two teams out there that make the NFC or the AFC uh, championship game, the AFC championship game. That benefits the Patriots because now they don't have to go into Buffalo to play. Yeah, I don't. So, uh, I mean, because because if if I'm reading that right and how you explained it, it it doesn't matter if it's those two teams in there together. It's no matter if one of those four teams makes it to the AFC, it has to be at a neutral site. Yes. So Which... that benefits those teams that are maybe somehow make it to the AFC championship and they play one of them. I'll tell you right now, I'm very happy if that was the case for the Patriots, if they make it there and they're playing in a neutral site and it's not in Buffalo, it, you know, it's, it's wherever, you know, that's not Buffalo, not K, uh, KC. Yeah. I'll take that. Well, I'll that's what I'm fan. saying. Like, especially like the, I, and I agree with you that it's a no win situation, but this, but like you said, but this seems like a all lose situation. So there has to be something that in, in, comes between an all lose or one team win scenario. Like it just seems right. like, again, in, yeah, it just seems like they went, well, we are going to piss off one per one fan base, one team. So let's just piss all of them off. And, but I think that's here we fair. are. I'll be honest. I mean, it's shitty, but it's, it, it's fair because if you do just piss off one fan base, then that's all they're going to talk about is, Oh, you know, they're the NFL's out to get this team. They didn't handle this team properly when they should have. It's unfair to that one team. Now it's unfair to all these teams. I think that they handled it as best they can um because like i said i've sat there and i tried to rack my brain around it and i can't i can't figure that out um and then uh i see all these posts on twitter or whatnot like i don't even have a twitter but it still shows up when you're looking on google um (laughs) people calling out the nfl and you know for this horrible plan of theirs and how it's unfair and i'm like okay, then you figure out a better thing. I know they're just probably trolling most of them, but some of them are actually serious about this. Okay, well, then how about you devise a plan, put it together, and then they can explain to you why that doesn't work. Yeah. It, it, it's There's no win in this situation, so it's going to have to be a lose, lose, lose. Everybody's going to have to lose. It just It is what it is. So I just pulled this up when you were talking about that. So this is the what happens to the AFC playoffs this is the impact on uh the Bills Bengals game being canceled and like what all the rules I just uh ran down this is what it means to these teams there's five bullet points right here so like I said Bengals have clinched the AFC North Ravens cannot win the division even though if Bengals would have lost Monday night and then Ravens beat them those two switch playoff spots right because the ravens would have uh beat the Bengals. they would have been top of the division so this is the one after this the Bengals can no longer obtain the afc's number one seed and first round bye. remember since they added the playoff team only the number one seed gets a first round bye. it used to be the 
I really feel like if they wouldn't have fucked with the playoffs and it was the top two teams in each conference get the first round by, I don't think they would have changed shit. I really don't think they would have. No, but I really think because of just that one team, it fucks it all up. Uh, the Chiefs clinch the number one seed with a win at Raiders or a Bills loss versus the Patriots. The Bills clinch the number one seed with a win versus Patriots and a Chiefs loss at the Raiders. Last one. The Bengals will finish as the number two seed with a win versus the Bengals. Or I'm sorry, with a win versus the Wrangle, Ravens, a Bills loss to the Patriots. In any other scenario, the Bengals will earn the number three seed. So like we just said, Bengals get fucked. They can no longer obtain the number one seed in the first round by, even though before Monday night, they were right in the running. Bills get fucked because now they only clinch the number one seed if the Chiefs lose and they win, even though they were ahead of the Chiefs before that game was canceled. Uh, Bengals can now only finish as number two, but they finished a number three if the Bills win. So again, and the Chiefs clinched the number one seed. All they have to do is win. So again, the Bills were number one. This game gets canceled because out of anybody's like hands, you know, uh, we just talked about it. A once in a, at least in our lifetime, once in a lifetime event that kind of reshaped all this. So Bengals get fucked. Now they they can only basically get the number three seed. Uh, Bills get fucked because Chiefs are not losing to the Raiders. If they do, if the Chiefs lose to the Raiders, then uh, all this goes out the window because then it won't matter. Because then it's like, well, Bills, you had a chance. All you had to do was win and you were still number one seed. Uh, and yeah, but as of right now, everything I just read, Bills got fucked. Bengals got fucked. Chiefs, uh, they get the number one seed. All they have to do is win. I Ravens fucking hate that. I fucking hate that. They, ugh. I mean, could you think of a better idea, a better plan? I Yeah, this was my idea. And Good. I know, okay. So the thing outside of that game was everybody kept saying the Bills and Bengals don't want to play this game again on the same field it happened, okay? Now there's a scenario where these two meet again in the playoffs and it wouldn't be in Cincinnati because as I just read, most likely the Bengals are going to drop down to the number three seed. So why don't, this was on Monday Night Football, why didn't you push back the games this week because you had, this is the thing that is not talked about enough, I feel. You have that extra week window. Oh, yeah. Before where, the Super Bowl. Yeah, between the Super Bowl. Get Add an extra week to that. You're the fucking NFL. You can push back the Super Bowl a week. Who the fuck is going to tell you no? Who the fuck's not going to watch it? That would be the only game you would have to reschedule. It's in a neutral site. They wouldn't give a fuck. It's the it's going to be the most money that town, stadium, city yeah, ever makes. Blah blah. So blah. you're talking. You say about money. That that's the big thing about money. The NFL gets a lot of money from. I mean, we live in Vegas. A lot of money from all these NFL, you know, branded things that are happening in Vegas that weekend, and yeah. now they have to move them. That's trying to get. Yes, the NFL has the power to move the NFL. 
or move move the Super Bowl. They have the power to do that. But in doing so, they they're going to lose out on a shit ton of money. And again, it always is about money. Always about money. Yeah, they're going to lose out on so much money if they have to get the entire just just Vegas, the entire strip to change their plans and move it. That's only not that not only is that going to mess with like all the shows in town that are supposed to be, you know, everybody's in town for those things. And what are they going to do hotel wise? I get what you're saying. I understand it. But wait, you haven't heard the end of my scenario. I think the, okay, well here, I think the best thing you said though, is just that, because I forgot that I did. I I really did forgot. There was that second, they give you two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Make it one week. Oh, well, it's football. You should be ready. Well, here's yes. So that's, that's here's a good point. I didn't think of that because I totally forgot about that ghost week. So now everything that I've said about NFL did what they could. <laughs> I like the ghost week idea. Okay, so you know what? My scenario still works if we don't move the back the Super Bowl. So, like you said, teams just get one week to prepare for the Super Bowl. So you get rid of that second week. You cancel this upcoming week. You say we're pushing back. This one week because player safety, we want the players to be with their loved ones, scary situation. We don't want people playing with this in their mind, blah, 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 blah. Make whatever fucking thing you want to say. Okay. You're still, everything just gets pushed back a week. And then you play, what is it? You play Bengals, you play Bengals Bills at uh, next Monday night. You had the two teams that were going to play Bengals Bills play each other. So you have those two teams, right? So you have Bengals Bills play Monday night for the um for the number 1 seed because it's a much more important game. Then you have Ravens Patriots, your team play each other. All I don't get why that was never discussed. And then it's because this game means more than Patriots bills. Nothing happens for the bills, right? Like if they, if Patriots, they need a bunch of shit to happen outside of their control to get into the playoffs. So well, now, I mean, then it was just beat the bills. You're in. Yeah. So this was coming up to the last week of football. So again, why I don't get why this like, you don't want to have Bengals Bills again for on the field for the thing that happened. But why can't we do it in a week after again? We found out he's okay. It was a freak accident. All the Bills players and coaches came together. They showed a bunch of love and support for each other. Nobody's going out there trying to fucking kill each other. So why? I don't get why we're not just thinking like, well, then, if this is an unprecedented thing, why don't we just make an unprecedented move and just switch the teams, have them play each other because it matters, right? And then Ravens-Patriots play each other. Bengals-Bills, we can do a Monday night doubleheader. They've loved that this fucking season. And then we just start the playoffs a week later than we normally would, get rid of those two weeks, and then I feel like it's solved. Like, we've already seen Patriots and Bills this season. We've already seen Ravens-Bengals. Again, it would still come to a scenario where there are four playoff teams all playing against each other uh, for, like, seeding. 
And then if it comes down to, you know, we just tweak it a little where it's just like, oh, well, they were divisional games. They were divisional games. And then it's like, that's when you go off win percentage. So that's when you go off strength of schedule, right? Because they've already played each other once. So then you go, well, let's say scenario. Bengals and Ravens both win, right? So Bengals beat the Bills, Ravens beat your Patriots in my scenario. So then we go, okay, they have the same division, which means they have the same schedule, the same teams they've played. Who has a better winning percentage against tougher teams? And then that's how you do the division. I feel like it would be much easier than like doing that way. You have three things to explain. You say, these two teams who are going to play each other, they now play again next week. And then these two teams they were going to play last week, they play each other. That's one thing. The second thing is whoever wins, if both division opponent, if Bills Patriots win, then you do same thing, even though it's not for the division, but I'm saying for like playoff seeding, you do same thing. If Who are the Patriots against in terms of getting into the last spot, you do win a percentage against common opponents. And then Bengals, and again, my scenario only gets slightly complicated if both Bengals and Ravens win. And then all you do is just go win, winning percentage against better teams. Done. That's it. We've already seen Bills, Patriots this year. We've already seen Ravens, Bengals. So putting that much emphasis on those division games instead of this the game to determine basically the number one seed throughout the AFC playoffs, I feel is fucking dumb. Why are you trying to preserve a week 18 that is less important than a week 17 that had to get canceled because of things outside of their control? Thoughts, Casino? <laughs> oh yes, NFL. Uh, I got somebody that needs to be hired. <laughs> yada 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 yada. Uh, no, that's a good take. Um, that's out of all of the people that I've. I mean, this is why I'm I'm your co-host. More like you're the host, and I am like no. psychic. You're the Batman to. I'm I'm the Robin to your Batman. No, uh, anyway. I'm Batman. You're Superman. We're super friends. Actually, no. You're more Batman. I'm more Superman. I like dark stuff. Yeah, you're bat. You're Batman. I'm Superman. We're world's finest, nice. right there. Um, but- no, that was a good take. I mean, I sent you my video of Batman on my new bookshelf. <laughs> I did only Batman. Yeah, it was Batman. Yeah, and I um, actually have Superman on my shelf that I'm looking at. So boom. Well, I fits. I like it when you know you're able to see it from the other way. But whatever. I'm just <laughs> seeing all your beautiful things hanging in the background. I know. I'm gonna reset right, now it we up. Just get Dragon Ball Z and and then a paper piece of paper that my son drew so it's oh. loving but so so it's just a, so you mean it's just a piece of paper yes okay. but again um, no that that's well done that's a good that's a good thought um yeah i've totally forgot about that ghost week so i like your idea i do but here's the thing nfl is going to do what they can do to make money well that may that may have made the most sense uh with your plan i like that plan better than what they did um that well done um, but we don't know how much money is involved in that. They don't give a shit. Well, that's true. But see, so that game, uh, the, uh, let's see. So this week coming up, the, 
the Patriots would have traveled to the Bills and the Ravens would have traveled to the Bengals. So that means one of those two teams would have got to have home field uh, for this game when originally they weren't going to have a home game. So that would be the only, I feel like, speed bump in my idea is, but then again, that's one of those scenarios where you uh, decide, you just, since the game would be canceled, right? The games would be canceled this weekend and it would go to next week. That's when today, being Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you would get both team captains, right? On a Zoom call or whatever with the commissioner the com- or a referee and the commissioners right there. You would flip a coin. You would have, you know, one of the teams, you would have your Patriots call heads or tails. If they got heads or tails, it would be like, okay, you guys are playing a home game in a week. Like, get to it. Like, again, the owners own their stadiums. They can be like, hey, fuckheads. Oh, we had a concert today? Sorry, we're playing an NFL football game today, which is going to make us way more fucking money. Like, reschedule your concert. You could reschedule a concert when the singer gets sick. I'm pretty sure you can cancel it in a week when or reschedule it in a week, or put in a different spot a week when there's going to be a big NFL game. But, yeah. If it I came just... down to that where it had to do a coin flip, Matthew Slater, he's my man. Coin flip, <laughs> coin flip legend. But, uh, yeah. I'm referencing, I'm referencing the overtime against the Falcons when he called the correct coin flip, and yeah. Brady went down and scored a touchdown. Coin flip <laughs> legend. Greatest, greatest coin flip caller in the world. And again, the only team this scenario, in my scenario, the only team that kind of gets a little fucked is the Ravens. But I don't care. But well, for that, (laughs) it's like as Ravens fans, if they are thinking of my scenario and being like, that wouldn't be fair. Would you rather to clinch your division or to get a shot at clinching your division? Would you rather play the Bengals at home or would you rather go try to beat the Patriots? Uh, you'd probably want to try to beat the Patriots to get that instead of one of the best and hottest teams in the NFL at the moment, which is the Bengals. Again, that's my scenario. It'll never happen. It had no shot of happening, but I think it's infinitely better than lose, lose, lose situation. And for Kansas City, that nothing would change for them. They still have the same path to the number one seed as they did before, which is Bengals beat Bills, Chiefs are number one. Bills win. Bills are still number one. All Kansas City had to do was beat the Raiders in all my scenarios, right? Now in this one, it's just like, oh yeah, they get the number one seed and all that has to happen is they don't have to lose to the Raiders. So same situation in my scenario. Ugh. But again. Man, I, I, I I'm, I'm can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> you're crushing it. You're, you're absolutely correct. You brought the energy. Thank you. I'm just, well, I was just thinking the whole time because obviously I, yeah, obviously my wife, everybody who has ever watched sports and know that I like sports. So family, friends, coworkers have all just been like, did you hear about the Monday night football thing? And then it's like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, what would you do? And then I just spew this out. And every single person I've spewed this out to is just like, you know what? Not a bad idea. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. I know it's way better than this fucking three page essay I had to read that the NFL where it's just like, hey, no matter all they had to do is 
say, no matter who gets the AFC championship game, we're playing it at a neutral site. Gotcha. That's Can you promise the... me one thing. When uh, you get picked up by a network, um, you have to say my co-host is coming as well, or I'm not doing the show. I mean, you probably won't yes. get the show because of that, but I mean, no, you got to do it. I mean, we're the only sports podcast. I would never want to do a show on ESPN or, or Fox Sports because I don't want to talk about the Cowboys and Lakers every day or the fucking well, that's ES- Nets. That's ESPN. I feel like. Yeah. No, I think Fox Sports is way better despite them oh, having yeah. Skip Bayless. All, 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 yeah, outside of that Ooh. show, almost. And and we also talk about uh, we're not big fans of, um, uh, oh, my gosh, Midday Radio. Uh, wow. Doug Gottlieb. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't like him so much me. that I've just, but anyway, so yeah, you um, should take me. Yeah. Yes, I will. Thank Superman you. and Batman. This is where we uh, put our fists together. Wait, let me take a picture for the. <laughs> okay. So that'll There's be my, the. My ninja Batman. <laughs> oh, now I got to It's so weird. There we go. That was a live. Now you got the live us taking the thumbnail pick right there. Uh, but despite all that casino, other games in the NFL and NBA and NHL all happened since we oh, yes. recorded a podcast six days ago. Also, the college playoffs happened. So wowzers, we got so much to talk about. We dude, might that's have what I'm saying. We and we did a fucking rant. We uh, might have to do a, a, a second episode tomorrow. Well, that's the downfall only doing one a week, but let's finish up with the NFL and then we'll talk on some other topics. Uh, We won't go because we didn't have a show this week. We won't break down all the week 17 games. We'll just kind of just go through, I guess, the big things to come out of week 17. So some quick picks or well, then we'll then we'll do the picks for week 18 and we'll kind of speed along through those a little but as far as monday or as far as week 17 uh monday night's game obviously canceled we talked about uh steelers ravens was a big game sunday night uh kenny pickett led a game-winning drive to beat the ravens uh but let's see the seahawks pretty much eliminated the jets i but the games i want to talk about with you uh are two fold which is the packers completely blowing out the vikings 41 to 17 so the question i will ask you with this casino is are the packers first off all they have to do i believe is win this weekend and they are in the playoffs as the last seed do you think the packers who are playing the lions will get into the playoffs, and do you think when they are in the playoffs, they will be a threat? Um, If Lions win, they go, right? If I re- I believe so. Uh, yeah. right. Here, talk about it. I'll look up uh, scenarios. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't think the Lions are going to roll over on Green Bay. Um, Will Green Bay score on them? For sure. But I... I would take the Lions coming into this next game. I know that's an early pick already, but if Green Bay does get in, would they scare me a bit? They're going to be a tough team. Um, the Lions would be a tough team. I really don't think almost all these teams that are coming into the NFL or going into the playoffs 
they have all at least had one goodish win and they can turn it on whenever they really need to turn it on. Uh, even, even Tampa um, making the playoffs. They're not great, but I, what did I tell you? Don't count out Brady. Brady's going to do Brady. We've been um, saying and, for weeks, all he, he needs to have is one Tom Brady game. And it took till week 17 for him to have a Tom Brady game. Yeah. And so like that's, and I will not knock any team that gets into the playoffs. Will I, other teams I expect to win? Sure. But um, Packers make the playoffs. They made the playoffs. I I mean, and they, they just beat a Minnesota team that, you know, everybody's still hot and cold with. They don't just don't know what that team is. Just I still don't know what that team is. This year no. will be over and we'll talk about it in previous season or, or in future seasons. I'm still, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what they are. Um, You're so, talking about yeah, that Minnesota long, team? Yeah. So long story long, if Green Bay makes it, would I be nervous playing them? 100%. Um, would I expect other teams to beat them? 100%. Um, yeah. Well, also, so these are the, so the NFC, there's only three possible teams that can get into the playoffs. Cause obviously uh, if my Philadelphia Eagles lose this week to the giants, they drop from the number one seed to the number five seed. And then Dallas jumps up to the number three seed and they win the NFC East. If the Eagles win, or should I say when the Eagles win, I'm putting that into the universe. When the Eagles win, they will be the number one seed. Then it will be the 49ers. If the 49ers win, then it would be the Minnesota Vikings. Then it would be the Tampa Bay Bucks. The um, first wildcard team would be the Dallas Cowboys. The next wildcard team would be, would be the Giants would be the Giants who are also in. And then after that, this is these are the three teams vying for the last playoff spot in the NFC, and this is how it happens. So like we were just talking about, Green Bay wins against Detroit, they're in. So they would be the last, uh, they would be the last spot. However, if Green Bay loses and Seattle wins, Seattle would clinch the last playoff spot. And then the last scenario, and Seattle's playing the Rams. The last scenario is if Detroit wins against the Packers and Seattle loses to the Los Angeles Rams, the Lions would be it. So Packers win and they're in. Seattle wins and Green Bay loses, they're in. Lions win and Seattle loses, they're in. So pretty straightforward scenarios right there. Basically, all of them have to win and hope the other two lose. Right. So unless you're Green Bay uh, now for the AFC, oop, the AFC is much more complicated. Uh, yeah, that will no, it's much less complicated. Oh. Basically, Titans, Jaguars, it's win and you're in, lose and you're out. Not even a wild card. You're out. Uh, so that's up for the uh, and that'll be Saturday night. For the AFC South, Buffalo, obviously Buffalo Bengals, Ravens, Chiefs. We all just talked about the scenarios with them. Now, for the last spot in the, let's see, AFC Jets, Patriots is pretty much the AFC East um, and Ravens and Steelers. Steelers, that's what Ravens are already in as wild card, or they switch with the Bengals. Right. So it comes down to New England Patriots. 
your New England Patriots, they clinch a playoff berth. All they got to do is win or the Dolphins, Steelers, Steelers. Jaguars yeah. have to lose. And they're in. They backdoor themselves in. Miami Dolphins, all they have to do to clinch a playoff berth is win and your Patriots lose. So they're obviously your Patriots are playing the Bills. Dolphins are playing the Jets. Now the Steelers, if both the Patriots and Dolphins lose and they win, they get the last playoffs. Excuse me. They get the last playoff spot. So it all comes down to your team wins. They're in. Your team loses. Dolphins win. They're in. Both those, team two, both those teams lose. Steelers uh, win. They're in. All the everybody loses, your team's in. So, oh, also with Jacksonville losing. So, yeah, that is that is what it comes down to for the NFC. It's Dolph or it's uh Lions, Green Bay, Seahawks for AFC, it's Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers. And then obviously the seeding is basically still up for almost everybody. Uh craziest thing is in the top of the nfc um if my eagles win their number one seed pretty much everything falls like how it is now if my eagles lose then it's kind of chaos then it comes down to uh 49ers jump up to number one if they win my eagles lose and then cowboys jump up from number i believe they would go all the way from number five to number three Minnesota would fall into three. No, no. Cowboys would only go up from. I don't understand any of this casino. It's very complicated. There's uh, going to be a test on it, so we should all learn it. <laughs> so 49ers would go. No. So Cowboys would go from number five to number two. They would be right behind the 49ers. 49ers would be one. Three would be Minnesota. Four would be uh, Tampa Bay. And then five would be Giants, and then six would be, or no, five would be Eagles, six would be Giants, and then the last playoff spot would still come down to that scenario. So we did the AFC, now I just did the NFC. So yeah, crazy. It is crazy that week 18, so many different things can change. I mean, we always get every year with the, um, you know, like, this team needs to win. This team needs to lose to get in the last playoff spot. But going into week 18, it's almost every seeding spot is open and could be completely different come Monday morning, which is fucking crazy for this late in the game. But as Ooh. far as uh, talking about week 17, the other game I wanted to talk to you about was, did you happen to watch that Raiders 49ers game? No, none of it. Oh, it was a 37 to 34 barn burner that went into OT. Uh, the Raiders were led by Jared Stidham, former New England Patriot. I never fucking, want to get rid of him. I mean, he fucking lit it up. I didn't want to get rid of him. They didn't, and, they didn't play him. And my question for this game is, obviously the Raiders are going to be a completely different team come next year, so I don't feel like it's worthy of talking about them at this moment. My uh, what I would like from you is, does this show how to maybe beat or does it show the 49ers more vulnerable than we thought they would be? Um, 
No, I don't really think so. Uh, we've talked about the Raiders having a good team. They just haven't put together games that they should have. And, and I mean, let me rephrase that. They haven't put together complete games. True. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not really shocked that they played them tough. Um, the Raiders have played everybody tough. They just blow it at the end. So, no, I'm not shocked about this. I don't think it really brings a sieve to the Niners because, I mean, they're, they're they're a good team. We know what they are. Um, I've talked about that in previous podcasts. That We know what the Niners are, and now let's beat them. Um, yeah. So with the Raiders, though, we knew what they were. They were good. They just kept blowing leads. So I'm not – I don't think that there's really a game plan. Um, that's my reaction on it. What What was yours? Do you think that they have – figured out how to beat the Niners and now teams are going to follow follow suit or do you just think the Raiders played a good game with good personnel that they have they just played I mean again I'm not saying I, Stidham's not better than Carr I like Stidham Carr's better I just in my opinion um, I just think that everybody loves Carr there and he, he's not a bad he's played Hall of Fame he has played MVP level seasons multiple yeah. times yeah so, anyway no, I don't. I I just think that that. So, what's your take? So, to answer your question, I think it's a little bit of both. I and this is my pick main a, pick concern. A lane, pick a lane. Pick a well, lane. Well, I feel like I would lean more towards maybe we saw the cracks in the 49ers' armor and how to beat them because late in that game, Brock Purdy didn't look like the Brock Purdy of old, and the only difference was third string quarter quarterback that well that's what i'm saying draft. yeah but that's what i'm saying is everybody was saying oh well brock purdy he's just gonna roll through the playoffs and it's not gonna be an issue well he was also playing with the number one defense in the league and always with a lead against teams yeah, that were less than the next them. tom brady yeah well i mean people are and so that's been the hype around him so we saw I mean, him that would be miss awesome for him that would be <laughs> yeah. great for him but i mean yeah, all right. Well, we saw him miss some pretty egregious throws, like miss some like wide open guys, miss some shots he should have hit. And then also on the flip side with the defense, the Raiders put up 500 yards on the 49ers, which is going to be the blueprint going into the playoffs of how to put up yards on what up until this point was a team nobody put up yards against. So if you have a competent and Josh McDaniels has never been a good head coach, he's always been a pretty damn good offensive coordinator and like offensive scheme guy. So the resume to show that. Yeah. And I think even with this Raiders offense, you know, with Stidham, who is a backup quarterback and then an all pro running back, all pro wide receiver to put up 500 yards on this 49ers team, a week or two weeks before you're going into the playoffs, I think is I would be a little concerned if I was a 49ers fan because the Raiders almost just handed you the blueprint of how to move the ball and score on a defense that people thought would be much harder than it looked for the Raiders. Okay. So that would be where my okay, concern that, comes from. That's fair. But you don't think the, the 49ers are going to go, hey, they exposed this. Let's get in there. Let's get to practice. Let's fix that shit. 
Oh, no, I'm saying that's also I'm doing worst case scenario. I Mm. think what you did or what you just said is completely, you know, we might see them round one of the playoffs and they just blow the fuck out of whoever they're playing. But I'm just saying, you know, maybe because everybody now at this moment, the my Eagles and that's the next game we'll go to right now. My Eagles have been struggling. They, oh, where's my cursor? They lose to the Saints. You cursing son of a bitch. (laughs) They lose to the Saints 20 to 10 uh, with Gardner Minshew just having an awful, awful game. I mean, the first half of this game. Are you back in Minshew mania? I, oh, Minshew Mania is not only dead, it is buried somewhere in uh, Philadelphia because I'm a big, uh, you know, Reddit, Twitter guy when games are going on to get the reactions. And let me tell you, all the goodwill Gardner Minshew has built up in Philadelphia is fucking gone. And after the game, his teammates were throwing him under the bus only because... In the after press conference, he did a little Zach Wilson kind of thing and tried to pass the buck and didn't take any of the blame. So I would not be shocked if offseason Minshew is gone because the city has completely flipped on him. The team is completely flipped on him. A little Zach Wilson, Carson Wentz-ish. Apparent, and, then, and then there was a story that last year came out there was a story from last year that came out, which you know it's bad when they're pulling up stories from last year to bury you further, where Minshew, after he won the game against the Jets and had like a really great game and Hurts, everybody was still like, what is Hurts? And he was out with an injury, but he was starting. So there was kind of like more wiggle room than there is now, which there's no fucking wiggle room. But back then, I guess he went to the coach's office and was like, I'm a better quarterback than Hurts. What do I have to do to get the starting job? And if it was just him and the coach in that meeting, how the fuck did that story break to the media? Well, it did. So when it rains, it pours. Minshew Mania, officially dead, Casito. And this is the game to do it. But I also think this puts a nail in the system quarterback discussion with Jalen Hurts because multiple people multiple commentators were coming out saying Minshew's better than Hurts you put Minshew in there they'll keep winning and he had a great game against the Cowboys which their defense has been suspect for what two months at this point he had a terrible game against a pretty damn good Saints defense and the stats are even worse than what you saw in the game because in the first half they literally had like six yards of offense it was brutal but yeah all this to say uh i still think hurt should be the mvp because you see how much this fucking team falls apart when he's not in it but hurts 100 if he was playing in the last two games i think they win easily uh the defense allowed 13 points against the saints team and then they gave up a pick six because Gardner Minshew, I even text you right after it happened. One of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen. They were like at the five yard line and throws it right to Lattimore, who is just looking dead at him. Nowhere close to AJ Brown. AJ Brown after the game was like, yeah, I wasn't scheduled to get the ball on that route. Like, I don't know why the fuck he threw it to me. So when the team, when your teammate says that 
you're fucking done. You're done. And we will dive into the week 18 games right in a second. My son just woke up. We'll be right back. Mine too, but I got a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are back from our fatherly duties. For you, it was one second. For us, it was 20. But for... Let's uh for week 17, I think that's all really the noteworthy things, especially a week later, because we obviously talked about all the playoff scenarios. Most of them are week 17 was kind of the weird week. Week 18 is where fucking shit gets real casino. So let's go through this, do our picks real quick, and then uh we'll talk about a couple other things to get out of here. Uh so first up, now this is one of those weeks where they only they have games. Saturday, Sunday, no Thursday night game this week. And you know what? It wasn't fucking missed. We don't need Thursday night oh, yeah, football. Yesterday was Thursday. What? What? Thank you. So no Thursday night football game. It wasn't missed. Nobody was bitching about it. With the rash of injuries we've seen this season, we didn't need a fucking week 18. We didn't need a we don't need Thursday night football. If the NFL hires me because of my genius playoff scenarios. Those will be my first two things to fucking get rid of. Thursday night football, fuck Amazon, and week 18, fuck the NFL for doing that shit. But too many games. Can't have fucking, can't be an advocate for player safety and force them to play more games where they could get injured. It's fucking dumb. Get rid of it. If if they do bring it back down to, uh, they bring it back down to 17 weeks or 16 weeks and they just keep going backwards. They're just going to make more preseason games again. No, let that'll be my third thing. We only need two preseason games. That's it. Two preseason games, 17 weeks. You could probably go 16 weeks, but we'll keep it 17 weeks. Cause you throw in the buys and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then no Thursday night football, only Sunday and Monday games. I'm okay with Saturday in like rare instances like this and you'll fucking call it. And you know what? You have whatever teams have Monday night football because it would be on a shortened week. You make it so they play Monday night football and then their bye week is that coming week. So they get extra time to rest and we don't have this short week bullshit. Um, sounds good to me. I'm a the fucking savior. Uh, all right, <laughs> savior of the NFL, right here. That's what we're going to change the name of this podcast to. Uh, so two games tomorrow. Uh, we have the Chiefs Raiders, which obviously because of all the Bills Bengals scenarios and all that kind of stuff, the Chiefs win this game. They're the number one seed, which means to me, reading all that stuff, it means the Chiefs would have home field advantage in the playoffs except when it got to the afc championship game is that the same way you were picking it up yeah same here they would also get the buy which i feel like is much more important uh but again it's already been decided can't do anything now 13 and 3 kansas city chiefs at the 6 and 10 las vegas raiders coming to our city casino who you got for this one Uh, Sorry, the wife was talking to me. Say that again. Prop me up. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs at Raiders. Who you got, Casino? Chiefs. I think it's Chiefs as well. I do think there is a scenario where this game is closer than I think uh, people think going into it. But I don't think 
the Raiders pull it out, but so this feels this, like then. would you take if you were had to betting plus nine for oh yeah for all Elf, day Raiders? I think yeah. this is a three point game. I yeah. really do, and, and they do have it though. Credit to them, they do have a high scoring game, uh, fifty two and a half. Damn. Most of that will yeah. I, at least that's showing some credit towards you know the uh, two Pro Bowler um, running back receiver duo for LV. Yeah, I still LV. Always the I did see what you did. Always yeah. the scenario with the Chiefs is their defense is a little bit above average. They're top twelve in yards allowed, but points against. I believe they are one of yeah they're twentieth. So, which means you don't get a lot of yards on the Chiefs, but you can score a lot of points, which I think is always, when you're talking about this Chiefs team, the offense is the one you trust. The defense is basically you cross your fingers if you're a Chiefs fan and be like, are we going to, is the defense going to show up this week? So I think especially the way we saw the Raiders move the ball on the best defense in the league, which was the 49ers, I think they can run and throw all over this Kansas City defense. Oh, that's I why think I so. think. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think they got the, the over-under correct on this. Yeah. So I'm just still taking Chiefs. Uh, next up, the Saturday night game, which both of these games on Saturday, primetime games late in the day, both of them have playoff, uh, you know, talent or playoff scenario implications. This one is to go to the playoffs, loser goes home. This one's big. Seven and nine Tennessee Titans at eight and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going Jags. Are you as All well, Casino? All day. I do think the scenario for this one is you just give the ball to Derrick Henry 40 times, run it down Jaguars' throat, control the clock. Uh, don't let you know Trevor Lawrence get on the field and kind of cross your fingers. But yeah, it's Jacksonville all day. Yeah, I don't see uh, – maybe if this was Tannehill, I feel like this game would be m- like a thousand times more interesting. But, yeah. Uh, next up, a game that shockingly still means something to the Steelers, which is the 7-9 Cleveland Browns at the 8-8 eight eight, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. We obviously talked about the scenarios. Pittsburgh needs to win this game and then needs other teams to lose to get in. But to me, that – I really liked what I saw from Kenny Pickett on Sunday night's game. I like, he just, I don't know. He just has that like intangible where it's just like, I trust him with the ball in his hands. And I feel like you can't say that about a lot of quarterbacks, but even though they're very tiny hands, I trust him with the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Hey, if you're a guy, you always want tiny hands around the balls. Am I right casino or am I right? I'm for it. <laughs> so who you got? This game's taking place in Pittsburgh. Uh, are we both going Steelers as well? Yep. Um, I, I, I'm i going Steelers. Oh, by the way, when you write, your camera's going like I know, this. it shakes. It's yeah. uh, the Cloverfield uh, this, effect. Brings gosh, people in. I hate that know? movie. I walked out. That was one movie I had to walk out. I couldn't what? finish that movie. I was getting sick. Like halfway mm. through the movie, I was starting to get. I mean, it's sick. a good movie. And I tried to go back in, like five minutes back, walking back in after not puking, but stepping out because I was getting nauseous. Went back yeah. in for five minutes, and I was like, "Ah, can't do it again." I'm like, <laughs> I didn't watch the rest of the movie. Uh, I mean, it's a good movie. Uh, anyway, I really want to see Tomlin 
just like Brady, not have that losing season. Yeah. I want to see it. I like Tomlin a lot. We've I talked do too. about this. So I really want I want that for him. I really want Tom. Well, also against the Browns, who the fuck's rooting for the Browns? I I even think there's Browns fans that aren't rooting for the Browns. Everybody was rooting for the Browns until Watson's now in, and now nobody wants to root for the Browns. That's how it works. So, (laughs) I mean, but then again, if if it's up to the Browns to give someone something they don't want, I mean, Deshaun Watson is leading that charge, is trying to give the Steelers an L when they don't want it, but... We know he gets his way, and then there's really no consequences to him doing that. So, sounds like the perfect setup for the Browns winning this game and everybody being like, "Ugh." Uh, next up, the ten and six Baltimore Ravens at the eleven and four Cincinnati Bengals. This game has kind of shockingly turned into a uh, AFC North title game which it wasn't supposed to, but obviously the circumstances, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. And well, well, this one does matter because if the Ravens win, they host a playoff game in Baltimore, which is fucking crazy. And the Bengals would have no shot of hosting a playoff game at this point or after if they lose this game. So who you got for this one casino? Dude, since he's still going to rise, um, I'm picking Cincy because I still think Cincy playing how they played. However, do you hear? Here's the big take. Do you think Monday night fucked them up? That 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 is not a Scott or a Skip Bayless hot take. That is, I feel like, a real uh, question. I mean, like, and, is and this mainly, mainly T Higgins? Like, yeah. How well do you think he performs? And like, that's one of their main stars. Well, I also think. For the other teams, obviously we talked about this, where they're going to be like, I feel like there are going to be some teams where the players took what happened on Monday night, like really personally, either if they knew him or were just kind of shaken by it. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of, dare I say, like missed tackles or broken tackles this week because people are going to kind of be cautious as to the way they either run into defenders or defenders run into offensive players. But for the Bengals and Bills, I mean, they're having to play, what, six days after Monday night football? So, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like Bengals and Bills are just going to be – I feel like Bills, though, at least they can, like, rally around Hamlin and be like, we're winning this one for him, blah, blah, blah. The Bengals, on the other hand – I don't know, man. I don't know how they come out of that game being like, you know, ready to fight, especially a divisional game. Lamar Jackson, as of two hours ago, uh, is ruled out. So Lamar Jackson will not be playing this game, Uh, but it still will be in Cincinnati. I don't know. I'm picking the Bengals, but if the Ravens, if the Ravens won this game, I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm picking the Bengals. Uh, I, I'm assuming they, I mean, but this is the thing, the Bengals, the only thing that changes is they host one playoff game. If they lose, it's not like a devastating, they would drop from like the third seed to the fifth seed. Again, they would have one less home field advantage game. So I don't know. Uh, next up, 
the 12 and four Minnesota Vikings at the three and 13 Chicago bears, the Vikings pretty much fucked their season last week. They lost the number one, the number two seed. I think the 49ers win this week. So Minnesota's just stuck at the third seed. It really doesn't matter. The bears are playing for nothing. This game kind of means nothing now. Most of these uh, games mean nothing. Yeah. So I'm picking I'm picking the the Vikings to just lay like the smackdown on the Bears just so they can confuse everybody going into the playoffs. But I don't know how good of a team you can really be despite your record being 12 and 4 if two of those losses are blowout blowout uh losses to teams you're better than. That's fair. Good point. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota on this as well. But again, I like fields, but at this point, I think they're just going to lay over. Yeah. Uh, Also the bears are in a scenario where if they win, it kind of just fucks them because they need draft picks or they need a higher draft, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Next up uh, your new England Patriots, as we talked about need to win this game to get into the playoffs, New England Patriots eight and eight at the twelve and three Buffalo Bills. What you were talking about with the Bengals, I think, will be opposite for the Bills. I think they're going to do a big Hamlin thing before the game. Everybody's going to be fucking revved up, and they're just going to come out fucking guns a blazing. Yeah, I don't think the Patriots are making the playoffs. The Bills are going to win by fifty. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I uh, was waiting for you to say it, but I think this is a blowout. I think the Bills are just going to be playing with emotion that if you could bottle, you could sell for billions of dollars. Like, yeah, I don't think this 100%. is even close. Uh, next up, Jets-Dolphins. Now, that game, the Patriots losing does open this up for the Dolphins to sneak into the playoffs and avoid just a monumental collapse. The 7-9 and nine New York Jets at the 8-8 eight eight Miami Dolphins. As of yesterday... The Dolphins are starting rookie Skylar Thompson because obviously two is out with a concussion. And then uh, what is it? Is it uh, Jacoby Brissett? Who is their backup? It is. Uh, in, it's Brissett, isn't it? In where? I'm sorry. For the for the Dolphins. No, it's Bridgewater. No, Bridgewater. I'm sorry. Brissett you're thinking, is with you're thinking the, Cleveland. Yeah. So Teddy Bridgewater also got knocked out of last week's game with a concussion. I don't know what the fuck is going on down in Miami, but their quarterback the Yeah, their quarterbacks not cannot Dolphins. stay healthy. So it'll be their third string against the Jets. I honestly think the Jets win. I think oh, yeah. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets and that's an upset. Miami's minus three. No way. I mean, the over the over under is 37, so they got that right. But the Jets are going to crush. Mike White's back. He, he's he's going to take care of it. I And I really do think the thing the Jets are playing for, potentially for their coach, potentially for their quarterback, two people on that team, I think the other, the other uh, players on that team rally around. I think they really do like Sala. I think they do like White. So that gives them all the motivation they need. And then if the Jets win and the uh your Patriots lose, that would mean the Steelers would actually get into the playoffs if they won. Which would be wild. That would be crazy. 
And but I do think that is the scenario we're looking at here because I think the we both picked the Steelers and we both picked the Patriots and Dolphins to lose. So that would lead to Steelers getting in. Uh, Next up, the game is the Buccaneers and the Falcons. This game, uh, I really think now. Well, the Bucs, I feel like are just going to fucking sit everybody. Like they're, they've been banged up all year. I think they use this as a bye week. So for just that reason, Tampa Bay is eight and eight, but they won the NFC South last week at the and six and ten Falcons. Atlanta is Atlanta is favored by four, so yeah. they they're understanding that. So I do think it's going to be Falcons in a game where the Bucks are just playing all fucking backups. I don't if yep. Tom Brady takes one snap in this game, I'd be shocked. Yeah, well, I mean, he needs a break. He's been again. I want I wanted to talk on this again um, Monday, but we you know Tuesday we we didn't obviously. Um, but the oh my gosh, I'm totally blanked on what I was gonna say. Oh, how many times has Brady thrown the football? He's oh, still yeah, throwing it over 40 times. I, well, I don't get how you can say he's washed up. He's had a Brady game, he had a good game, he had a really, really good game, dude. He had maybe game. the best game he's had in two years, like in Possibly. terms of just uh like making it like we said a tom brady game he was 34 for 45 432 three touchdowns no interceptions all yeah, three touchdowns go into evans of a, of a of a game so he's i'll tell not you what washed, he's not washed up he's that's just way too much for anybody at that age to throw the football i don't care yeah. how like 45 need, times that's fucking crazy they need to get something going well, and then you look at their rushing stats. They tried 10 uh, to Fournette, 11 to White. Both of them got less than 30 yards. They were averaging two yards a carry. So their running game, again, they have fucking nothing. The Panthers on the other end, just from that game, Darnold actually looked pretty damn good. I don't know if it's time to give up and uh, with Darnold on the Panthers. He's actually looked pretty damn good since he's came back in. But... The crazy thing is the Buccaneers are going to go into the playoffs, most likely hosting the Cowboys. I know so many people and analysts and shows that think Tampa Bay wins that game. And I kind of feel like, like they do like that just seems like the most fucking Tom Brady game ever. Everybody's going to, they're going to be a 10 point underdog at home. Nobody's going to be, thinking Brady can pull it off, and then he just does Brady magic and fucking somehow wins. Again, I won't, I'm not going to bet against him. No. And that never. is me being a biased Patriot fan. I will never bet against him until he loses in the playoffs. Yeah. It's yeah. just in general. And I'll uh, never anyway. bet against him, and then he does lose in the playoffs, and you're just like, oh, I still wouldn't have fucking bet against him. <laughs> like, that wouldn't have Are done anything. referencing something that I absolutely hate? No, I was actually referencing last year where they actually did beat the Eagles. So, bam. Uh, next up, the 6-10 and 10 Carolina Panthers at the 7-9 and nine New, Orleans, New Orleans Saints, which is one of those games that literally means nothing. New Orleans, yeah. Um, uh, let's go Saints. I'll tell you what, Saints offense is anemic. I'm done with the whole Taysom Hill thing. I don't know what it is. He gets like 40 yards a game. It just seems to 
It like I'm just tired of I've always fucking I didn't want to say this last week because I don't want to jinx my team. It didn't fucking matter. Saints, one of the top three teams in the league. I just fucking cannot stand. I fucking hate the Saints. Like in terms of out of divisional teams or whatever, every time we play the Saints, I just want to fucking like my team to just destroy them. I fucking hate the Saints. I always have. I hate their uniforms, their fucking colors, everything. Like their only thing I like about them was Drew Brees and that they played in New Orleans. Everything else, because New Orleans, I love that city, but that team I fucking hate. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't matter because I'm still no. no. Actually, I am picking the Panthers. You're picking the Saints. Yeah. I'm picking the Panthers. Uh, I like from what I've seen from the Panthers. I did not like what I saw from the Saints against that Eagles team. Their defense is great. Their offense is just blah. I don't know how they score points. Oh, yes, I do. You throw them a fucking pick six on the five yard line. That's how they fucking score points. Uh, next up, the two 13 and one Houston Texans at the 411 one Indianapolis Colts. This becomes a question of. I think the Texans can win. If they do, they lose the number one pick. So do they even yeah. fucking try? They're they're gonna fake it. I honestly they'll, they'll, try to, they'll, they'll, they'll try their best to keep it respectable, but they're gonna they're gonna fake it. Yeah. They're gonna lose. I think the 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 Texans do everything in their power to lose to make it so it looks like they're not trying to lose, if that makes sense. Like kind of how mm-hmm. they, they ended that Cowboys game where they were like, oh, wait, we've only won one game, and then just ran three of the dumbest fucking plays you've ever seen in your life. Uh, But, yeah, I think it's Colts all day because Texans don't want to win this game. Nope. Uh, uh, Next up, uh, the 4-12 and Arizona Cardinals at the 12-4 and San Francisco 49ers. Niners, gonna roll. There's, There's no scenario where I see the Cardinals winning. None. Zero. Absolutely nilch. No. So it's that 14 game... and a half. So look at this. 14 and a half for San Fran. 39 and a half is the over. So, so they're 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 covering close to half the points, like, but they're yeah. expected to beat them by half the point. And you know what? 14 points I honestly might take. Because they're playing what, against McSorley. Like, I think they win by three touchdowns. I really do. And watch, this is going to be one of those fucking dumb games where everybody bets the 49ers and this game ends like 21 to 17 and everybody's like, the fuck happened here? But next up, the Dallas Cowboys, 12 and 4 at the 7, 8 and 1 Washington Commanders. The NFL is smart, so they put this game the same time as the Eagles game, which means uh, Eagles lose Cowboys win, Cowboys take the division. So do I think that happens? No, I'm not going reverse jinx. It hasn't worked the last couple of weeks. I think the fucking Cowboys, I really think they roll them. That's fair. Cowboys. And plus it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be Heineke. I don't even think it's going to be Wentz. It's going to be Sam Howell. So How? they're exactly. How is he starting over Heineke or Wentz? I don't fucking know. Maybe they're oh, just trying how. to see. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying to see what they have. I don't know how personally, have. but I know how. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry. Ugh. Uh, we're, we're dads, so yeah. we just tried to come up with the dumbest jokes. 
I mean, so far you're taking the cake with that one. You're taking the cake. Uh, Next, can I eat it too? Yeah, Uh, you're gonna have your cake, eat it too, and then pick who you think wins. No, for right now you're not, because the cake in this situation is the five and eleven Los Angeles Rams at the eight and eight Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Baker Mayfield. uh, Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can count this Rams team out especially Seattle hasn't been playing the best in the past month. They want, they got to, they got to fight for an upset and look into next year of being somewhat decent. So yeah. I honestly think I might be taking the Rams on this one. I I'm taking the Rams and Seattle's favored by six. No, I don't think, I think it's Rams. I think it's Rams, man. I just trust. I agree with you. Oh no, I'm 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 disagreeing with that line. That line seems this seems like a almost pick 'em in my mind. Like if this was a this feels like a one and a half, two and a half type of game. I don't know. Uh yeah, I just haven't been impressed by the Seahawks. So I think we're both going and we are both going Rams. Next up, my Philadelphia Eagles take on the New York Giants, nine six and one Giants at 13 and three Philadelphia Eagles. As of two hours ago, Jalen Hurts has been upgraded from doubtful to questionable, which means he will fucking start this game. Uh, there was oh, 100%. There was after, a great that, uh, your little rant about uh, Minshew mania. It's oh, happening. Yeah. Uh, I it's think happening. the team will boycott. If they start Minshew, I think they will lose their fucking minds. There was a great, great shot last week of, uh, I, I think it was right after Minshew threw the pick six, they cut to Hertz on the sidelines. He had a look on his face that said, uh, if, uh, that was like, he, it looked like he was pondering if he could go into the locker room and, and suit up and just come out. He had this look on his face where he was just like, I'm fucking like, I don't know. Just the determination, just the will. If he starts this game in Philadelphia and wins it I and get clinches the number one seed, which I think will happen, he's, they should just build a fucking statue right outside. Like, yeah. uh, I, oh. I, I would take one. I mean, Hertz is, uh, is a, is a god. I've texted you that multiple times. Uh, as of yeah, as of two hours ago, Nick Sirianni says Jalen Hurts is trending in the right direction to play Eagles. I think that's coach speak for he's starting, but I don't want to tell the other team that. Even if the Giants do their starters, their backups, I think this is Eagles. They've already blown them out once this season. I just think that's the fair. Eagles really. I think the Cowboys are built in a way that plays into the Eagles defense or like the Eagles. um, I'm sorry, weakness. I think the Eagles are almost built in the exact perfect way to beat the giants. I just think they're going to crush them. Yeah. And so I think, uh, well, I don't think we're both picking the, the Eagles, this one, no Monday night game this week. So this is still a Sunday afternoon game. 10 and 6 Los Angeles Chargers at the 4 and 12 Denver Broncos. Nothing changes here, right? With the No, but guess what? The Broncos are favored by three. 
Well, yeah, that's because I think also the Chargers, I would be shocked if Herbert takes one snap in this game. They are, I think, locked into their playoff position. Aren't they yeah. the Chargers? Nothing yeah, changes, but You know right? what? I'm still, I can't trust Denver. I'm still taking Chargers. <laughs> I think uh, it's so crazy that... Uh, I hate Denver so much. Well, it's crazy that both of Denver's only good games this season have been against the Chiefs both times like they've actually looked like competent teams russell wilson has actually looked pretty good that has not happened when they played the chargers that being said i'm still taking the taking the broncos you're taking the chargers yeah just going to all right uh doesn't matter i'm kicking your ass anyway oh you've already won i don't even know what we're doing here uh but we are resetting it for the playoffs we're resetting it for the playoffs this week much like most of the games means nothing but it restarts next week, baby. I'm back. I'm back All next right. week. <laughs> uh, and then no Monday night game. So instead, the week 18 and season finale of the NFL regular season is the 8-8 eight and eight Detroit Lions at the 8-8 eight eight Green Bay Packers. Packers win. They're in. Lions win. And they could potentially be in if we did the scenarios. I think Seattle has to lose. Uh who was it? It was Seattle and uh no, that was it, right? They just have to win and Seattle has to lose. Seattle, no. We're good. Yeah, whatever. We've talked about it. They can re they can rewind. Yeah. Uh so who are you taking in this game, Casito? You think the Packers get in? You think you're picking the Lions. I I'm picking the Lions. I really think this is gonna happen. I think the Packers are so hyped that as soon as the Lions score a few touchdowns, and I'm not saying Green Bay won't, once it's like 14-7 or 14-10, I just think Rodgers is going to shut down because he knows that he has to win this game. Yeah, and uh, uh, I've and, mentioned and it on this show. I don't think they're going to – they're not going to be able to stop Detroit from scoring. It's, no. Can you catch up with Detroit scoring? Still, I believe the number one offense in the league is – well, it's Kansas City, Buffalo, Philadelphia, and then Detroit in terms of yards allowed or in terms of yards per game. But I believe they are now. Oh no, they're still yeah. So they're within top five in every offensive category in the league: rushing, passing, points scored, everything, which is fucking crazy. So and I don't think Green Bay can put up as many points. That's no. as simple as that because they're both shitty defenses. Yeah. So I, still I am, think Green Bay has a decent defense. I don't care what people say. Well, this is it's literally this just becomes the Aaron Rodgers game, right? If Aaron Rodgers has a Tom Brady-esque game in him, they win. If he plays average or below or uh, above average, they lose. So I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking the Lions. Just do it. Just I'm taking it. the Lions. Thank you. Thank I don't you. want I to see the Packers. Do. I don't want to see this Packers team in the playoffs. I would much rather see Seattle or Detroit. So this yeah. just becomes a personal preference. Oh, and with that said, let's jump to the other football that was this past Monday weekend. night. Oh yeah, we got to talk about <laughs> previous games. Yeah, that previously we did, week that we did not get to talk about, which was the college football playoffs. Wild weekend. Did they did they not get that right or what? They got those four teams dead on. Yeah. No, I mean, both teams. both great games. Just fantastic. The Peach Bowl, 
42 to 41 Georgia wins after Ohio's the Ohio state kicker misses the, what would have been game winning kick at the stroke of midnight, which was fucking crazy on new year's Eve. That is fucking on the East coast. I believe this game, have you seen the, they, where they put the side by side, he missed the kick almost exactly when the ball dropped, which is fucking crazy. Uh, and then TCU, TCU in the Fiesta bowl, we were 51 to 45 over Michigan. We were wrong. We were both wrong. wrong. I text you the night before and I'd seen this little thing on sports center. They did where they visited the Michigan players and the TCU players. The Michigan players were like locked in, weren't letting cameras in the locker room. The TCU guys were all just like playing a bunch of board games and having fun. And I text you again, dumb take on my end where I was like, Michigan's locked in. They're going to fucking murder them like 42 to seven. I'm calling it right now. Almost the opposite. TCU fucking wiped the floor with Michigan. I don't even think that score, uh, I don't think that game was as close as that score indicates. TCU just felt like they had their fucking number the entire game. Oh, yeah. And whenever Michigan did score, it was off one big play, you know, here or there. But then immediately TCU scored. Because it got interesting for a second. You're like, oh, it's within a touchdown. And then it was like, you looked away and it was like, oh, three touchdowns. And then you're like, oh, a touchdown. No, wait, three touchdowns. Like, it just kept, oh. Yeah, it was absolutely wild. Hats off to the TCU. I mean, I hate Texas teams, but well done. Yeah, well done. I uh, uh, that's that was really cool to see. Uh, I think I hit you up when it was like ending the first or something like that. I texted you. I'm like, TCU is going to win this game. Yeah, I was like, like, there's just you could tell they just Michigan was flat. They didn't they didn't have any spark. Well, and you could tell just how well TCU like matched up with Michigan, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Like they just look like they were just the anti to everything Michigan was doing. They just had the solution. Like it was again, real crazy. And I agree. Uh, I agree with what you were saying. Like this, the final score indicates that this was closer, but almost after the what midway through the first quarter, it was like, Oh my God, TCU has got this like Mm -hmm. Michigan made it a game at the end, but for the first three quarters, it looked all TCU and it looked like blowout potential. I do. When we were talking and making our picks, uh, we both picked, or I picked, uh, what did I have? I believe I had Georgia and Michigan or no, I had Ohio state and Michigan. You had Michigan and Georgia. Georgia. So we both, uh, we both got one right. No. No, you got zero. I got zero. You got one right. So I did say, however, the number one matchup I wanted to see was Ohio State-Michigan again. And the second scenario I wanted to see was Georgia-TCU. So when it was going to be Ohio State-TCU, I was like, ugh, that sounds like a fucking terrible matchup. But Georgia-TCU as the uh, championship game, that's there's some spicy there there's some spicy there i'm calling it let's do it let's just get to the pick because uh we're running a little late here on this one i kind of gotta go yeah um but i say tcu man i'm calling it tcu i want the upset go horned frogs because i just don't want georgia to win again nothing against georgia it was like the thing with the world cup nothing against france i just didn't want france to win again yeah let's go tcu 
I think everybody's rooting for TCU to, you know, right the wrongs of the committee, you know, always putting in SEC teams, SEC teams. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, over like Boise State and Tulane and others, UCF, you know, like other smaller schools throughout the years that have had chance to go in but just got snubbed. So I feel like all the weight of the world is going to be on TCU shoulders to kind of like right those wrongs. I still think I it's wait Georgia for that big playoff. What'd you say? I can't wait for them to do a big playoff. Oh, bracket. I know. When they finally expand it to, I think they're going to expand it to 12 or 16 or whatever. I think it's going to be, be fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Yep. I, we got to get rolling here. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, you, you want to just call it there? Yeah. I think we're just going to call it there. Obviously a lot of shit to unpack about this past week in sports and sports related uh, sadness, I guess you want to call it, but I guess now it's happiness because, uh, Damar Hamlin, he's okay. He's responsive. He's talking to teammates on FaceTime. So thank God for that. Thank God, you know, the most watched college football game didn't end because a player died on the field. That would be horrendous in every way you can spin it. But this has been the only sports podcast. We will be back regularly scheduled two episodes a week starting next week. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. I posted the first ever Twitter post for our show, which was saying that we canceled the last show. I'm going to try to do more live tweeting with sports when I'm watching it. So it is the only sports cast on uh, Twitter. Like and subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. And then obviously wherever you get your podcast, we're on it. Only sports podcast. I've been Will. That's Casino. You got anything else to add? Casino. Yeah, don't cancel me. (laughs) No, I think your takes were, I think they were fantastic. Uh, Also, 2023, Happy New Year from the Only Sports Pod. Uh, Again, leave comments, please. I like comments because I like to make fun of BJ. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to post something on Twitter before we record, maybe the day before we record, if anybody has any questions or thoughts that we'll share like on the podcast we could maybe do yeah. a segment there that'd be cool yeah i'm sure we can find some time there for our fans to start leaving us comments yeah buddy you know what leave us comments anywhere we'll read them on the show uh so yeah i'm will that's casino and uh we'll see you monday tuesday <laughs>